Hey guys, welcome back to the Boiling Point Podcast. So, you know, we were supposed to release this episode last Monday, but it didn't happen. So here we are back at it again. So today we have Michael, Brittany, and Trinae, you know, we're going to talk a little bit about burnout because it's a real thing, especially with college students who are overwhelmed. I guess the first question that uh, I'll propose is what is burnout? Because everybody has a different uh, definition of things, so I'd like to hear what each of you think. So to me, burnout is a state of complete exhaustion, like mentally, spiritually, emotionally. And you kind of feel like you're in a rut with no way to get out. I agree with what Trinae said. Um, if I could, like, give a even better description, I don't think I could. That was pretty good. Uh, damn. Um, I was just going to be like, you feel like everything that you've been doing in that time period, like all the hard work, all the dedication and motivation that you had towards that project or um, event or like whatever you're going to do in your life at that point in time, it's just going nowhere. Like you don't see any progress. So you kind of just, I don't know, it's like you give up. Um, what burnout is to me is just when you're like completely drained, like everything you do on the regular, your daily routine just drains you. Like you don't want to do anything, but you kind of force yourself to because you have uh, responsibilities or whatever, different things you got to do. But it's just like, oh, like this is a lot right now. And you just it's like you ever saw that episode? Well, like, it happened to him so many times. But, like, I just picture burnout when, like, what's his name? Squidward is, like, on the floor crawling. Like, you know how he be crawling on the floor and looking like he just got beat up? Like, that's how it feels. Like, you just be like, like, I'm almost there. You know, you don't even know where you're going. But you just, you dying. Like, it's it's a lot going on. So, yeah, that's what it means to me. (laughs) I agree with... Um, all of these definitions, I think one thing to add to it would be the aspect of prolonged stress, like the fact that it's not just everything coming at you at once. It's it's more like a continuous cycle of having to do this and this and this and this, like a bunch of tasks that you have to do. And whether it's you're foreseeing, you know, you doing all these things or you're procrastinating and you're like, you know, I know I have to do this, but I'm just not not in the right headspace for it, you know? And I think that it can be crippling, like debilitating, especially to people who have trouble keeping up um, or trouble maintaining their stress because I feel like everybody has their different methods and remedies. So... Yeah, I think burnout is definitely something that should be kind of tread tread lightly, you know, when you're talking about it, because not everybody's the same and not everybody thinks of it as a negative thing. I don't know if I'm articulating correctly, but some people more some people can hold things heavier than others. I don't know if you've had, you guys have ever heard that before, but it's like um, some people handle stress in uh, a manner that's easier than other people so i guess it just depends on what you consider to be burnout which is why i asked what your you know definition is all right 
So, beautiful definitions. Thank you. We love that. Um, I guess my next question is, how are you all feeling? You know, are you guys feeling burnt out? Are you guys exhausted? Are you guys having a great time? How's it going? <laughs> right now, I don't know. So, like, in, like, my life, I'm fine. And, like, what I'm pursuing, I'm not. I feel like I have not enjoyed my major, me being in my major. But I feel like I'm too late. And, um... I guess, like, I'm a junior, I'm about to be a senior, and I'm about to graduate, um, potentially, potentially next, um, year, but, like, I don't want to do this, so, like, every class is, like, a drag, and, like, every, I don't know, like, just the, me me being here, my, me remaining here is annoying me, but I feel like I'm almost done, so why not just finish it off, you know, get my degree, and then, I don't know, I'll probably, I want to pursue a career in, um, I guess, like, leadership, I guess. Um, that's that's kind of what's on my mind, finally, after, like, years of being here. But um, I'll just figure it out. <laughs> like, I, I don't really feel like I need this degree, but I put money towards this, so I might as well just finish it out. Okay, so before we uh, get anybody else's thoughts, I guess my question to you is, why do you think that you're too late in the game? Like, I understand that you put time into being a culinary major and, you know, you can't really get that time back. But if there's something else that you want to do, even if it's not here, why not pursue that? I think it's more of like, I don't like what I'm doing when it comes to my major, but I do like what I'm doing on campus. I guess that's what's kind of keeping me here, like me being an RA and um, I guess the president of the school. But like, that's fun. That's that's what keeps me here. And my friends. But, like, that's what keeps me here. Um, I know I shouldn't, like, look at that and be like, okay, yeah, like, for example, with the friends thing, like, I shouldn't be like, oh, my friends are here, so I should stay here. You know what I mean? I think that's dumb. But I genuinely enjoy all the other things that I'm doing to the point where, like, it's helping me get a better understanding of what I want to do in the future. So I see this as a stepping stone for that path. But when it comes to my culinary path, I feel like it's gone. But I just have to tough it out, you know? So um, what Michael said, I actually really wanted to graduate in four years. And since I had my eye surgery, that won't get into the whole thing, I had to take a semester off. So I was, like, all hype and, like, pressed to finish my degree and everything, quote, unquote, on time. And now I'm just, like... I don't really care. So I changed my major because I wasn't happy and then I added the major. So I'm going to be here for a minute. But with the whole burnout question, uh, this whole Zoom Academy thing is really not doing it for me. So like I barely, I have one class that's in person. So I, I don't go outside unless it's for food. So yeah, I'm definitely feeling burnt out and I can't wait for the semester to be over. Agreed. Um, it has not been a fun time <laughs> at all. Um, I think I also feel the uh, the sprinklings of burnout because I wear many hats on this campus. I do a lot of things for this campus. And I like, like Michael said, I like doing the campus activities more than I like um, my major per se. Even though I enjoy psychology and I use it every day when I'm talking to my fellow RAs, but I think what college became 
is more just what can I do for the campus community rather than what is this going to do for me? I don't know if I said that um, in, a, in a way that makes sense, but um, <laughs> um, I, I just don't, I don't see college as a necessity, but like Michael said, I've, I've been here for so long that it doesn't make sense to, to stop now. You know, like we're already past the halfway mark. Um, it seems like it doesn't make any sense to start over, even though you can start over whenever, you know, there's no age limit to starting over, but I'm a person that does not, I absolutely do not like starting over. It's just, I feel like I work too hard to get where I am to let all of that fall away because I'm not happy with one part of it, you know? I think that um, goes into like <sighs> catastrophizing. I, I hope I said that right. Um, catastrophizing is more like um, when you think the worst of things for like small menial things that aren't that serious. So I kind of think of my experience in college as that because I've, I've wanted to change my major to something else but the major isn't here that I want to go because I want to do something like filmmaking or uh, media, something like that, and they don't have that here. But I also don't want to throw away all the time I've spent uh, learning psychology and all these credit hours that probably won't transfer over to those, um, to that major or whatever. So I don't know, it's kind of being stuck in, stuck between a rock and a hard place. It's just... It's not an easy time. It's not an easy decision. So, yeah, burnout is just not fun. <laughs> I would say it's going well academically. Just sometimes it could be a little overwhelming because I feel like since everyone, they maybe professors feel like we're just used to being online now. Um, This is the third semester, I think. So they're just like, okay, like, y'all got it we're going to give you a whole bunch of assignments now, like three per class, all due next week. I'm like, wait, like, can we, what? Like, why do I have three assignments for four different classes all due next week? And you just, it's just too much sometimes. But other than that, I'm not sure. I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing. I feel like I changed a lot. I'm not who I used to be because I feel like I was always like, I got super outgoing, and now I just would rather stay in my room and not talk to anyone <laughs> and be alone. So it's like, I don't know. I kind of changed in that way. But I feel good about it because it makes me, I feel like I, I do need a lot of breaks just because of how my mind works and interactions with a lot of people. I can end up feeling overwhelmed. Um, so it's always nice for me to be like, okay take a step back and just go to your room and relax. Am I burnt out? Mm, not at the moment. Maybe some weeks I feel burnt out. Other weeks I'm like, I got this. Just keep going. It's it's like, it goes back and forth. But overall, I would say I'm doing much better. I wouldn't say great, but I'm on my way to greatness. <laughs> So yeah, I I definitely agree with you with these these uh, professors giving us a shit ton of assignments at once, and 
I guess not thinking about the fact that some of us are taking 21 credits, <clears throat> me, and <laughs> it becomes incredibly difficult to keep up with classes, especially if they're not all asynchronous. So you can't even work at your own pace. You kind of have to stay with the class, um, do whatever it is they're doing at that time. I think that makes it more difficult and that's where the burnout comes from because I've always been more introverted than extroverted and I do need to recharge in my room but I do feel like now when I'm in my room all the time it doesn't feel like recharging anymore kind of feels like I'm staring into the void and <laughs> it's just I need I need a little bit of socialization in order to thrive as I am you know because I think people are people make us who we are especially who we hang around and why we hang around them, you know. Um, but I do agree with the point that you said burnout goes back and forth because there are some days where I'm just like, you know, killing it in the lab, you know, just getting all these <laughs> accolades and all this praise. And I'm like, huh, I must be doing something right. And other days you mess up once and it's, it just feels like your day is snowballing or your week is snowballing and it's just not happening. Um, the other thing I forgot to mention was, like, because I feel like I wear a few hats, maybe not a whole bunch, on campus, like you, like that phrase you said. Um, and I feel like before I had so much motivation to just, like, do a whole bunch of programs. I had so many ideas, and, like, I just wanted to do a whole bunch of stuff all the time for, like, the campus and just have a whole bunch of fun with um, people like um, collaborating and going to meetings and blah, 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 all that stuff. And then, uh, oh, and then um, this semester came and for some reason I don't have as much motivation to just like come up with ideas and execute them and make sure everything is perfect. Um, but I'm more like, I'm like, if I don't have motivation for that, I got to have motivation for school because I have to, like, make sure my grades are good and I graduate. So it's like, at least I'm putting it to something, but I wish I was more excited to be, like, in the meetings and, like, present ideas and do all these things on campus. But I feel like I'm, I have a little bit, but it's like, it, it used to flow way more. Like, I had more energy in life when it came to that kind of stuff and I was really passionate about it but now I'm just like chilling I'm like okay like I'll help out with that I'll help out with that or this and then I'm like usually I used to be like um I'm not doing enough like I need to do more like I need to be in this organization I need to go to this meeting and I don't even have to go I'm like I need to go to this event and I like girl just stay in your room go to sleep like <laughs> I used to be like wanted to do everything and now I'm like okay, I don't have to go. I'm not going to go. I really need to take this time and go to sleep and get some sleep or do this work that I got to do that's due tonight. Like, it's just, so yeah, my point was, I feel like, I guess maybe I'm so burnt out from, what is it? Uh, extra curricular. <laughs> I can't even say the word. Okay. It's all right. Everyone knows what I'm saying. Um, I'm so burnt out from that because I guess it's different online. I'm not as passionate. I'm just like, if everything's going to be online, I might as well focus on the academic side and do what I have to do for that. Because I feel like if I'm not doing what I have to do for that, but I'm over here banging out 20 programs or whatever, it's not adding up. And then I'm going to be here longer than I need to be. <laughs> so, yeah, that's all I have to say.
Um, I was just like thinking that like I agree with both your points and everything. Um, I I don't know if like because basically what I was getting from both your like your statements was that you feel like you guys have been burnt out on an, like a specific level when it comes to like how it affects um, how you interact with society or your mood towards certain activities. So I would say that I guess. And obviously the coronavirus like plays a great like uh, I guess position in this, but like I think for me I was extroverted. I was I don't know I was I was kind of both. Um, I like being around my friends and I like being around like people that I you know I'm cool with. But sometimes of course I need like a break for myself and I think I ended up just doing more of that like. I think I've gotten to the point where, like, I don't like being alone. <laughs> um, and it's not even, like, because I, I get sad or anything like that. It's just I just don't like being alone. And before, I used to really just be able to, like, chill in my space. Like, I, w- I went to quarantine the other day. I was I was chilling because, I guess, for me, that was when I, I finally got burnt out of, like, me wanting to be extra all the time. But I don't think I would be do I don't think I would be able to do it on, like, a normal day, I guess. Um so I was like, I can understand kind of, but I feel like mine isn't like that deep. It's like, ah, you know, you just want to talk. You just want to talk more. <laughs> like when I want to have the conversation, you know what I mean? Like not just talk to anybody more. That, that, nah, that ain't it. Okay. Agreed. Um, well, not about the wanting to talk to people part. That's not really my forte. I'm good at people, but I would rather not speak to them if I have the option to. Um because when you're a psych major, well, me personally, I can't speak for all psych majors. I don't know how everybody else operates, but I kind of just observe and listen mostly because I think that's what most people want in general. They're not really looking for responses. I think they're looking for people to listen to them. So I guess that was helping me. uh, It was like complementing my daily life so that I didn't feel burnt out because I felt like I was helping people in the process. But with um the virus and everything it's more difficult to hang out especially with other ras or other people uh, your friends or anything like that because you don't want to put them in danger put yourself in danger like the vaccine is out yeah but that doesn't change the fact that you can still catch it so all these um with all these obstacles in the way it becomes more difficult to be social even if you're a person who doesn't typically uh initiate conversation like an introvert or an ambivert because you know you could be selectively social or kind of an introvert kind of an extrovert depending on who you're around but I think that definitely plays a part in whether or not we feel overwhelmed or underwhelmed you know depending on how you look at things now that we've talked about our experiences with burnout whether or not we feel it or don't or you know our experiences in general with this semester, this year, these last three semesters, whatever, you know, who's counting? Um, (laughs) um, Do you guys have any suggestions or methods that you use in order to not feel burnt out? Like, if you start to feel overwhelmed, what is it that you like to do in order to satiate that feeling or combat that feeling, rather? I feel like I have two different methods. So like my first semester as an RA, um, we one of our little 
sessions or whatever it was we painted the um dang it what are they called the ceramic things like we had to paint an egg or something like that so I had that and I painted it really ugly because I didn't care about it and I put it behind uh, my chair and I was like I'm gonna use this in a situation like I'll just break it when I get really upset so if I'm if I know I'm gonna be like really angry and like kind of going crazy I'll have something that I can physically break but the other way I've I've been coping now is I just go home or I'll just like drive around I mean you actually have to have like the luxury of a car but I'll drive around or um if I notice that my friends are also not okay and they just need to like get off campus for a bit we'll just go out for a second so I think those are the main two ways or I'll just sleep but I mean I feel like that's a given okay I feel like that's a that's a good strategy um what I like to do when I feel burnt out uh most of the time I probably just go get food and take a nap or go to sleep. I know that sleeping doesn't solve things, but sleeping is one of my favorite things to do <laughs> because uh, I constantly feel like I'm on the brink of like a mental breakdown. Like if I don't take a nap, everything will fall apart. So sleeping has become my way of, I guess, postponing my need to compulsively fix the issues at hand because whenever well it's like in Bojack Horseman I don't know if you guys ever watched that but Princess Carolyn she has a compulsive need <laughs> to take care of other people when she can't take care of herself I felt that <laughs> I feel like it's easier to deal with other people's emotions than it is to feel with your own to deal with your own because I don't know you're not in their shoes so you don't really feel what they're feeling but it's easier to give advice or suggest things than it is to take your own advice, especially if you know what the problem is and you know how to solve it. It's just difficult at the moment and you just need a second to like bitch about it. Uh, yeah, I definitely think that that's necessary. Um, other times, like instead of eating, I just will not eat like at all. Like I'll go days at a time without eating. And I know that's, detrimental in a lot of ways but it just goes uh hand in hand with how I feel about myself how I'm feeling in the moment and my mental exhaustion all coming into one and it's like you're already fat you don't need to make that problem worse like eating is not going to solve anything you're going to eat something you're going to feel like shit afterwards and then your mind is like well, you know what the problem is. You know how to solve it. Why aren't you solving it? Can you solve it? Solve it. So, <laughs> so, so I think sleeping helps quiet that noise for a little while. Watching a, a comfort show or something like that. So you don't have to. I guess when you watch a comfort show, it becomes like white noise. So you don't necessarily have to engage with it. But hearing it makes you feel better because I guess it brings you back to a time where things were OK and it made sense kind of like a, a cartoon from your childhood or something but uh yeah I ho hopefully I said that <laughs> in a way that made sense um what I do to like feel better after I've been burned out is I have like a mix of things so like if I feel like I'm channeling all my energy into one thing I'm not really getting like the satisfaction that I want from it I channel it into something else that I know is like would be fun like a hobby or something so I like to work out so whenever like I like to be more consistent working out 
um, but I just haven't been. I, I want to be in a gym, gym. But what I do do, what I do do, <laughs> what I do do is um, whenever I get really overwhelmed, I just do like one of my favorite movements or um, a, like a like a set of things um, that I know will like benefit me all around. But like I'm not gonna do for a while because you know I'm just not in the area that I would like to be in. Uh, my second thing is I don't really like eat junk food and stuff like that, but uh, ice cream is like my, I don't know, I don't know how to explain it, but ice cream just like makes me feel great, even though I'm lactose intolerant. Like I, whoo, like a nice Ben and Jerry's uh, mint mint chocolate cookie or the, the, sark car, the salted car, ooh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. But um, those really slap, bro. And then my last thing is I like to hang around my friends. Like, I really, really, like, sometimes, um, like, the normal people that I do hang around, even I'll get burned out from hanging around them, I guess. So I guess just remembering, like, you know, I have friends at home, like, my closer friends or, you know what I mean? It just, it's nice to talk to them every once in a while and be like, oh, new information or new new situation that isn't anywhere near me. I think it's interesting that you brought up being burnt out of people. That's a weird way to say that sentence, but I think it's, I think people need to understand that hanging out with certain people all the time may be the reason why you're feeling the way that you're feeling. I think sometimes alone time, if you're uh, a particularly social person or socialization, if you're a particularly isolated uh, person, could be a positive influence at times, but also it kind of takes you out of your comfort zone, especially if like you're an introvert and people are telling you like, yo, you should get out more, you know, do more things. Being out of your comfort zone takes energy because now you have to be more vigilant, you know? I don't know if that makes sense, but you're in in an unfamiliar environment. So you're more likely to feel more uncomfortable or less likely to enjoy yourself because you don't know or don't understand why it is you can't thrive in the environment that you're always in, you know? And I feel that a lot because, like I said, I'm most more introverted than I am extroverted. You know, I'll be more extroverted around people I know, but when it comes to people I don't know, I'm more like, if you talk to me, I'll talk to you, but I have nothing to, to say. And I think it's important to balance uh, your interactions because you can get like emotionally and mentally exhausted of other people because dealing with people is more difficult. Um, I tend to use humor as my way of connecting with people because everybody likes to laugh, right? You know, gives you some dopamine, makes you feel good for a little while. So, um, yeah, I forgot where I was going with that. But yeah. when I'm feeling burnt out what I do sometimes or what I tend to do um is I go to the gym and I just kind of think about the stuff and I work out and I feel like I'm releasing those feelings and all that stress and I'm just in a different world. And I'm just like, okay, like another crunch, <laughs> another blink. Like, <laughs> um, 
So that's fun. And then I tend to talk to my besties, whoever's available, four of them. One isn't available, I call the next one. Then if no one answers, I wait and I sit in silence. Because <laughs> um, it's nice to just talk to people I feel like I can be the most vulnerable with. Um, or I just sometimes just sit in silence and breathe. I focus on my breathing. Um, and what else do I do? I guess I like watch shows, movies, like YouTube videos. Um, I do things that I enjoy that occupy my time. Like I'll do my hair or um that's the only thing that really takes a long time for me to do sometimes um so (laughs) I'll do my hair and yeah that's really it that's all I have I feel like I don't do a lot to get over being burnt out to be honest I just calm myself down by breathing and taking breaks when I need to. So if I don't need to be in the office while my office hour is like on Friday and it's a Monday and I'm there, I'm be like, okay, I'm gonna go back to my room now, guys. Have a good night. <laughs> and then I go back to my room and I'm just chilling. But I really like shopping, you know. I like I like to buy some things, buy clothes mostly, um, that I don't wear. So (laughs) it just sits there waiting for me to put it on. I try it on, but yeah, I have, I have a lot of clothes that I have not worn yet. Yeah. Retail therapy, I feel like is really valid, um, coping mechanism because I don't know, maybe I'm reading too much into it, but I feel like when you go shopping, when you feel sad or down or anything other than happy, for uh for all argument's sake i think it's because you're trying to feel beautiful again like you you see these clothes and you're like yo this is, this is really cool like i would look amazing in this you're not gonna wear it but seeing it, it's like hmm, maybe one day i will <laughs> no one day is never gonna come <laughs> you're just gonna look at it and remember that you bought it when you felt a little sad probably donated i don't know I was just going to say for me, like, why I like shopping. I shop all the time. I'm happy, sad, uh, excited. I don't know the emotions. Um, (laughs) Just anything. Like, I just like shopping. So I, when I'm burnt out or stressed or whatever, it goes hand in hand, I guess, sometimes. Um, I do things that I love. So I just love shopping. Like, I just love buying things I think are cute. And having that, like, picture in my head, I'm like, ooh, that'd be a fire outfit. Or I'm like, I've been wanting this for a minute. Uh, And I finally buy it. I'm like, it's lit. Because I feel like I'm treating myself. Because I'm like, you've been kind of losing it. Let's treat yourself. Maybe you'd be like, okay, this is all worth it. Because now I just bought some new pants. And I look good. And then that's it. (laughs) Yeah. 
See, that feeling like I look good, you know, nobody's trying to tell me anything. I think it's, it is important, like whether it's retail therapy or like working out or literally anything that you like to do, it's important to take time for you. Especially, I feel like us as RAs, we kind of have to deal with other people more than we deal with ourselves. <laughs> so it can be like really exhausting and you could really lose your way if you're not careful and you're not like self-aware of the things that you're doing so i don't know i think it could be different for everybody but retail therapy kind of i think makes people feel beautiful again it makes you feel like you know i'm out here killing it in the lab you know and that's 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 a good feeling we want <laughs> we want people to feel that way um i don't really do retail therapy because i'm poor but <laughs> over the summer when because I was alone, you know, and I was in the suite by myself, I kind of just bought a bunch of things. It wasn't really clothes though. It was like a stand mixer, <laughs> a crate maker, an electric grill. It was a crock pot. Yeah, <laughs> so bad. I don't know. I think because food has always been my outlet. Even like ever since high school, you know, I went to a culinary high school, so you know, cooking was always our thing, obviously, and. It made me feel better to cook things and make people feel better with food because I think food definitely brings people together, you know, and that's kind of what I want to do, whether it's through food or laughter. So, yeah, that's that's my that's my things. I feel like we sound burnt out the way that we're talking. Yeah. <laughs> like we sound down. Especially, sad. especially when we're on the topics that are like making us feel that emotion. Like, when I was sitting there, like, yeah, I really don't want to pursue my degree. Da, 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 da. I'm like, damn, right. nigga. Damn, get out your bag, bro. Oh, Not get out God. your bag. <laughs> oh, there was one thing I wanted to say about what Brittany was saying before, how it's important to, like, let your emotions pass. Because a lot, I feel like a lot of times when we feel an emotion other than happiness, uh, we tend to want those feelings to go away because we just don't like the way that they feel. But I think as people, it's important to embrace those emotions because that is what makes you human. And I, I feel like it's not always as easy as, you know, embrace it, you know, go outside, have something to eat or eat some ice cream or whatever. You know, there's a bunch of different suggestions, a bunch of different routes you could go with that. And I don't want to make it seem like there's a, a, a one size fits all solution when it comes to burnout or like anxiety or anything like that. Um, and I feel like if you have anxiety and depression and or, I think it might be helpful if you came up with a routine uh, for yourself, like especially if you're feeling that way a lot I feel like it's it's difficult to say, but it might be beneficial if you came up with like a system for yourself instead of trying to shoo away those feelings. You feel me? Because I think depression and anxiety are longer lasting than like, say, being angry. Like you're angry for a hot second. Then you calm down. You, you think about what happened, blah, blah. But with depression and anxiety, it's more innate like things that we can't really control. I think coming up with a with a game plan for that is definitely the way to go. So as you guys can see, we all have different experiences with um, burnout, exhaustion, and I don't know, overall well-being. 
So I think it's important to know yourself and I guess knowing yourself and knowing what you respond to and what's positive for you is important because I think a lot of people just push emotions to the side and feel like, you know, I'll deal with that later. And then later comes and you're like, nah, I'll deal with that even later. And you just never, I guess, face it. Like it's not, it's not necessarily an obstacle. It's more of just, it's more of a way of being. You know, you're not going to get any better at anything. No pain, no gain, right? Like, you're not going to get better at anything unless you have a challenge put in front of you. you know? So, uh, I guess I guess the last question I got for y'all is <laughs> how we feeling about that, uh, that conversation? <laughs> you guys doing all right? You still feel, do you feel prepared to deal with burnout? Or if you're not burnt out, do you feel like it's, it's coming, you know, because it's the end of the semester? Right, as of right now, I'm good. I'm good right now. Yeah. Um, the conversation, I felt like the conversation was very, I think it went very really well. Um, I wasn't expecting to, like, really talk too much on this topic specifically, because I feel like everyone has, like, a basic understanding of what burnout is, but I'm, I'm glad with, I'm glad to hear how the conversation went. I feel like I learned a little bit. Um, yeah. And am I prepared for, like, burnout in the future? Uh, I don't feel like you can ever be prepared for it, but I feel like I'll be more educated on ways of how I can go about it. I like that. Um, some people see education as preparation bars, but <laughs> um, I do I do think that preparation is also an action word. So just being educated isn't really enough. You kind of have to move forth and actually do something about it, you know? I don't feel like I really have anything to say. I just think that, my, in my opinion, Michael kind of covered everything. Like, the conversation, I think, went really well. And I just also think that everyone has different ways of handling burnout. Um, I guess you talk about, like, positive ways to, there's positive and negative ways to deal with burnout. And maybe we should be moving more towards focusing on the positive ways and the negative ways, but I mean, it really depends on the person. Agreed. Um, I also think that if you're like a student here and you're listening to this and you feel like, if you ever feel like you don't know what to do or you're not able to handle burnout as well as you think you might be able to, uh, don't be afraid to like reach out to your RA. I feel like just because we're talking about burnout doesn't mean that we care about you any less or that uh, we're not going to talk to you about it because I feel like that's the one thing that we we all relate to. Like we're all in college, we're all feeling the pressure and as the semester comes to a close, the pressure becomes increasingly more difficult to deal with. So just just reach out, you know, you can always reach out to me. I don't care. I'm, I'm kind of the a little bit of a therapist myself, you know, no degree, just self-proclaimed therapist. <laughs> so I might be able to help just uh, putting that out there. And it was nice to see how everyone was feeling because you can't always tell seeing people and talking, interacting with people, can't always tell how they're really feeling about how school going and life in general. So it was nice to know or not nice like oh my god you feel horrible <laughs> um but no it was like oh like that's how you really feel and okay like like I felt that you know you're not alone 
Now everyone goes through it, and we'll all get through it with time. So, yeah, that's how I feel. Also, forgot to mention music. I don't know why I forgot. That's, like, the number one thing. I just connect my phone to the speaker, and then I just be in my room, like, or I just dance around sometimes. But that's just for me, because no one's ever going to see that. <laughs> it's just not. Yeah, I'm not a professional dancer, so we're not doing that. <laughs> but I really be, be going crazy in the room. So, yeah. Um, that's it. <laughs> okay, I'm done talking. <laughs> yeah, agreed. Music is definitely... I think we all forgot about that one, if I'm being quite honest. But yeah, music is definitely the way to go when it comes to emotions. Uh, I was actually learning this in class. I don't know if you guys are interested, but um, <laughs> music is actually linked to memories. So like when you when people get older and like they're in nursing homes, there was this like experiment done and they just uh, to older adults with uh, dementia or Alzheimer's and stuff like that, they exposed them to the music, you know, that they used to listen to. And it brought back all these memories that they didn't like remember that they had. And I thought that that was really cool because it means like all the music we're listening to now could be the key to us remembering all the stuff that we're going through. You know, if one of us ever does get dementia, you know, and as you get older, you you forget more things. I think that's really interesting, like really, really interesting. Um, I've definitely seen, I believe I've seen something like that on TV at one point. Um, it was like this old lady, I think it was like in a show, it was like an old lady who couldn't remember anything. And then she heard like some song and she would just like get up and start dancing. And then she'll start telling uh, like a story of that time that had happened. And everyone is just like, wow, like I cannot believe that activated her. But like, it's crazy because I'm I'm gonna be like 80 or 90 or however long we live, depending on how this earth is, you know. Yeah, but I'm gonna be sitting there in bed, and then a trippy red song is gonna come on, and I'm gonna get so happy. And I think I'm gonna remember like freshman year, like when that when the album dropped. Oh man, uh, with the lights off and the little the little you know the neon lights. Ooh, sheesh! But that's crazy. That is so crazy. I like that you said uh, activated because I think just that uh, experiment alone, like exposing older people to music, proves that all the little things that we do matter. Like the music we listen to, the way we listen to it, the, the way we react to it matters because in the long run, that's probably what's going to help us remember it's going to help us connect back to ourselves because older people, especially in nursing homes, you know, with no visit visitors and all, they start to feel like alone and they withdraw within to themselves. And it, it gets sad, but I think music is, is a way to bring them back to life and realize like, yo, I did things in my life, you know, and I remember them and I was great, you know, so, uh, Going off that, I think it's also important to be nice to yourself because I know it sounds weird or whatever, but when you make self-deprecating jokes or say self-deprecating things about yourself, you start to believe it. It's kind of like um, you're trying to lie to somebody and the more times you say that lie, the more true it feels, you know? So I guess be kind to yourself because if if no one else is, you need to be nice to you. 
Um, I would hope other people are nice to you, but <laughs> in the event that they are not, you matter more than they do because they can never be you and you can never be them. <sighs> yeah, that was a weird way to talk about how we're feeling, but music definitely brings people together. <laughs> um, so if there are no more comments, concerns, emotional outbursts. I just wanted to say, like, to whoever, whoever's listening, um, that if you're feeling burnt out or overwhelmed, you're like, this is not it. What I do, just remind myself, like, remind yourself, like, we only got a few more weeks left, and then we're out of here! <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, focusing on the bigger picture, yeah. Sometimes we get too uh, wrapped up in details to realize, like, yo... It will be over soon, you know? Um, okay. Great discussion, guys. Appreciate you guys. Um, I agree that I didn't think I'd have much to say about burnout, but I do like that we all have different ways of dealing with it. And even Brittany shares she doesn't really feel burnt out, but when she does, she has her own methods. So we like we love to hear that. So with that being said. Stay tuned for the next episode. If you have any ideas as to what you want that episode to be, let us know. We're all here for any ideas. And if you want to be on the next episode, we can make that happen. I'm not sure how many more episodes we'll do before the end of the semester. Um, I think it might be one or two. I can't make any promises, but um, yeah. So hopefully if there's only one more episode left, we'll go out with a bang and go from there. So thank you all for listening. We appreciate you. This has been the Boiling, po- Boiling Point Podcast. And we are here to the lab. Bye to the people. Adios. <laughs>